0: designed to make me look like an ass, um, DC has finally announced who their new head of DC Films is gonna be, um, cause it was, up until this point, not announced. Well, we knew Walter Hamada had stepped down last week, um, but, um, we didn't know who was gonna be formally replacing him come whenever his contract is formally expired and, you know, all of that, who was gonna be overseeing that. So we got a little bit of news about that today. Um, we're going to talk about that, and what that means for compounding that with yesterday's announcement with, uh, what's it called, with um, uh, Henry Cavill coming back. Um, but first, as always, if you want to help support the show, go to com slash preorders and you can pre-order Echo Delta Part 1, and... We are better than our worst instincts, which are coming out in late November and mid June, respectively. Those are the next two books at two ninety nine each um, on Kindle. Um, even if you don't want to read them, if you pre order them for two ninety nine, less than the price of a comic book, you get a full ninety page uh, or so, somewhere in that range. It's feature length uh, script, um, and it will be a full uh, full experience. Um, I'm really liking where this is going. Uh, and we'll have a full announcement of where the full slate is going uh, into, I think I have it scheduled out to 2027. Um, and that'll be coming up, uh, what's it called, that'll be coming up probably this weekend. Um, but, uh, again, that if you go to multipleworldproductions.com slash pre-orders, um, you can pre-order it there and that will help us out. Uh, it's only $2.99, it's not a ton of money. Uh, the proceeds go toward development of Prelude Part 1, which we got notes back on uh, the script and uh, liking where this is going, liking where this is going. Anyway, uh, on to the, uh, and if you're a DC fan, on that same site, maybe go to the books page and pick up um, Our Past is Not Define Us which started life as a spec script for the Rogues. If you're a DC fan, you know, you might find something to like in that, even though there are no no DC characters in it, it started life as a Rogue spec script. Um, But, regardless, here we are. Um, What I would like to address first is who it is taking over. We know it's James Gunn, and I should have took a note of who the other guy is. I don't remember his name. James Gunn and that person are taking over as the the head of what is now DC Studios, um, which will oversee all of DC television and um, DC movies, with the exception, specifically, of Joker Folea Doo, um, which is the the upcoming Joker sequel that is a musical starting starring Lady Gaga. And again, I've said it before, I'll say it again Really wish they didn't tell us it was a a musical in advance I would have loved to see the reaction When that movie came out And it was just a sequel Uh, A a musical And it's like, wait, what? I I would have loved to see The response from the audience When that happened Um, But they announced that in advance And they gave that away So we can't have that now, can we? And the other one is the Batman. Matt Reeves is the Batman. Um, will not be. Um, will not be under the, under the DC Studios. Well, I don't know if it's not gonna be under the DC Studios banner. All I know is Matt Reeves and um, Todd Phillips are not reporting to Gunn. They're reporting to the head of Warner Brothers Films. Um, and that's significant because they don't have to worry about oversight or green lighting from them, they get to go elsewhere. And it does kind of make sense in a way because I think that with the amount of growth that we see coming out of the universe that is the Batman, I think that if you're going to create a line item in, in the budget for the long term and you want to see how that return on investment is coming, I think it makes more sense to put the Batman in its own little separate thing. So that way it's not counting towards or against the the broader DC universe. Um, but the rest of the projects will all be oversaw by, oversaw by James Gunn... Um, ...who earlier today also had a trailer come out for Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special... ...which just looks fucking ridiculous on every front. Um, but anyway, what we're looking at here is a very weird situation... Um, ...where um, I'm not 100% certain if this is the best way to go, but I think fans of Henry Cavill's Superman can rest assured, maybe I was a little too hasty yesterday, not knowing it's going to be announced today, because my crystal ball was in the shop, um, but I would, I would say it's probably likely that Henry Cavill's Superman is safe to come back under James Gunn, um, I would be interested to see what else he brings back, what else he retains, and what else he greenlights. I'd also be interested to see what he calls, if he has the calling power of projects that are currently in development. That's what I kind of want to see happen here, and I, I hope. Like uh, last week, I did an article on the website um, about um, the the cancellation of Zatanna, um, which was a production from JJ Abrams. I would be interested to see if that was a temporary thing or, or or a let's see if we can get, you know, the new studio head to oversee this. And that's the other question I have, is how much power is he actually going to have, or is he more of a narrative director of the studio going forward, where it's like, look, they it's obvious what DC wants to do. Motherfucker, you are blocking the box. Um, I'm referring to a car in front of me, not, you know, real life in it, or not this nonsense. But, um... It's obvious what DC wants to do. DC wants the success, and specifically the financial success that Marvel has had. They could give a fuck about the critical success, they just want the financial success. And they they want Kevin Feige, and that's been the narrative surrounding them getting this new... You know, getting the new head of of the studio has been, they want the Kevin Feige for DC. Um... And it's a, it's an interesting, you know, it's an interesting conundrum to try and get that person because Kevin Feige is not just the narrative chief of Marvel Studios; he's a studio head. He oversees and develops projects. He picks which ones to go forward, and he also serves as kind of the head of marketing. Because if there's one thing that, when you look at, like, when you watch him on stage at Comic Con making the announcements, or you see him at D23 making announcements. He is as much of a fan as he is a a um what's it called as he is the, the person who's overseeing everything and knowing what's everything going forward, you know, five, ten years down the line. That's you know what he is and, and what he's doing, and he's doing it very well. I think that gun can do that too. Here's my problem. How much power is Gunn actually going to have? Or is this going to be something where they're reporting to someone else at Warner Brothers who's got maybe the power of the purse in a way? Where it's like, we can come up with this idea for this, for this great movie and we can develop it all and then they've got to go to someone else and be like, can we have the money to do this? Is that going to be the case? Or are we giving a budget to him and say, here's all the money you have to develop movies. Develop movies within this, this budget. Um, I think that if it's the latter, I'm, I'm more optimistic about this this idea, um, and I don't think we're going to get the level of interference in, in everything. Um, and, and I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how this works out. Uh, I'm also interested to see how the farther right contingent of the DC fan base takes us because this is going to go into... I was going to do a, a longer piece on this, but I guess I'll touch on it now. Um, DC has always been kind of portrayed, um, at least on social media, as the more conservative superhero thing, where where Marvel was for more liberal audiences, according to fucking ridiculous subsets of the internet. DC was the, the counteract to that. DC was the, you know... The, the one who didn't want to, uh, who, who was not going to bow to the woke mob and was going to stick with characters the way they've been historically portrayed. Um, and obviously, in the comics, that's not the case. They, they do the same things that Marvel does, where they, you know, race bend and, and gender bend and all that, which is fine. I don't give a fuck one way or the other. Do whatever the fuck you want. But um, when it comes to this, the question becomes... What is going to be the, the, the message going forward with James Gunn now in the role? Because if we recall, James Gunn got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 after conservative activists went through his Twitter account and went through his, you know, his past blog posts to find things that were unsavory and came after him for that unsuccessfully because he did get reinstated and between getting reinstated and uh, and going into and, and doing that and uh, and being fired he was signed by DC to do Suicide Squad. And then Marvel was like, oh yeah we'll take him back to, to finish this out. Um and I think that's the thing is that it's like people tend to forget um about that aspect of the story. That gun you know, that, that, that's where we were. And people were not happy at... D- and, and DC fans were happy. They were like, oh, we're getting gun, we're getting gun. But it's like, but motherfucker, like, you know... Y- you did... Y- like, this is the antithesis of what you wanted. Like, you, you wanted them to shut up about his political views. And it's like, well... Here we go. It's it's just kind of a situation that I'm, I'm interested to see how it develops. Because it's like, now if we're... If we're getting some... Like, I think that a lot of this came from the fact that it's like... Okay, well, Gun worked with Marvel... And he worked with Feige specifically. Mm-hmm. If someone knows how Kevin Feige operates, it's going to be James Gunn. We'll put him in this position because we will be able to, to take advantage of his knowledge in that regard. Um, and I think that, you know, I don't know if he's necessarily the best choice for this. Because it's not just a matter of okay, well, we have the like, it's a two-pronged thing that you need to do when you're building a universe in this wide. You need to have an overarching narrative, yes, like where it's like okay, so ten years from now we're gonna make a Christ on Infinite Arts movie, or or an Infinite Crisis movie, or a a Hyper Crisis movie, or a, a Flashpoint movie, or, or I mean, look, let's be honest with ourselves, they're they're building towards a multiversal crisis. Be it Dark Crisis, be it, you know, Dark Crisis Infinite infinite Earths, what they're doing now, be it any number of things, that's the inevitable wall that they're headed towards. And it's a matter of creating a bunch of movies in between now and then that will make that feel like a worthwhile journey for the viewer. Um, I'm just... It, it, it's not just a matter of picking movies where it's like, okay, so narratively, this is where we're going. We need to have this piece, this piece, this piece, this piece, and this piece introduced, scattered around. How do we do that? Um, and I think that's an important question, and I don't know specifically if, you know, that aspect is easy, but, and, and I'm assuming Gunn knows how to read it. Maybe this isn't such a bad idea need, after all. Maybe I'm just sitting here and talking myself into it as I go, where it's like, you know, Gunn probably knows what a good script looks like, So he can probably produce that He knows what a good movie is Um, I guess my my only hope Is that You know We don't end up with A bunch of You know Like a bunch of movies That all look and feel like James Gunn movies Because his style is, is Is unique And it's uniquely him But if it's every movie It's going to very quickly Get annoying where it's, like if, like, if it's every movie except for the Batman and, you know, Joker 2, um, then I, I feel like it's going to very quickly get on my nerves, where it's, like, okay, can we get something that feels different? Like, in the same way that every Marvel movie may have jokes, and every Marvel movie may follow the same standard formula, um, to the point where She-Hulk can make a joke that it's an AI generating the ideas, like, I, I feel like there's this idea that, um, What's it called? There's this idea that... Uh, that, you know... I forgot what I was saying. Pause to yawn. I forgot what I was saying. I don't know. Well, Gunn is now in charge of the DC Universe. It remains to be seen how well this will work out in the long term. I'm rooting for him. And, and, and that's the thing I want to make very clear about this podcast. It is... Very infrequent. I would say rare. That I hear a news story... I may be pessimistic about where it's coming from, what it's doing, or what the outcome's gonna be. That is very likely that I'll be pessimistic. That's just my personality. I'm gonna look for the worst in in whatever story is happening. Um, it is rare that I will ever report on a story and be absolutely negative toward it happening, if it's an announcement. If it's some asshole saying some nonsense, um, which probably we'll get into tomorrow, um, because we, we do have an asshole spewing nonsense, and I'm just like, this is fucking really dumb, and, and people shouldn't believe this, um, based on just how this works, like, um, the, the idea that, um, like, I'm not rooting for any, any of these things to not work out, I don't want, um, like, I don't want this mo- like, I want this movie to work, or, or whatever movies come from here, I want them to work, um, I, 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 just may be more pessimistic about the likelihood of it working based on information currently in evidence, um, and I, I just, I feel like that's something that really should be addressed, Where it's like, look, I I just, if, if you ever hear me poo-pooing something, it's not coming from a place of I hope this fails, it's coming from a place of I'm, I'm, I'm reserving, you know, like, I'm not optimistic about this going well, but let's see how it goes, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not rooting against the D.C., um, for, for doing this in the same way that I, I don't root against Marvel, I don't root against, you know, any, I mean, uh, maybe, maybe I root against the de- the, the Sony, you know, villains movies, because th- th- it's fucking ridiculous, and I'm tired of going to the movies to see bullshit that's not very good, and, and more often than not, when I go to see a movie that's bullshit that's not very good from a major franchise, it's Sony shoving some, some villain bullshit down my throat, um... I, I just, I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, well, hopefully this is something better. Hopefully we get something better out of this. Um, I just can't guarantee it. I have no way of saying that it will be better. It will be worse. Um, I don't think we've ever, I, I can't think of a director who's been given this kind of power, um, off the top of my head. And, you know, by that extension, I don't know of a time where it didn't work out, but I don't know of a time where it did. So I can't think of another director who was given this kind of power this shortly into his career. But we'll see. You know? Hopefully it works out. But we'll wrap up there for today. Um, So until our next episode, which will be um, whenever something new happens, um, have a great rest of your week.